Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Oi, oi, I'm Jimmy Bullard and this is me old muck of Benners. We're back together, son. How are you? Hi, Bully. Great to be back working with you. What are we doing here, though? We're starting a football club in podcast form. The only thing we know, it's called FC Bullard. After that, it's all up for grabs. So, we haven't got any players, we haven't got a kit, we haven't got a club badge, we haven't got a stadium. Correct. FC Bullard. Welcome to the club. This is a crowd podcast. What's occurring, but what's occurring? How's life, mate? Wow, it's, it's a late one today, isn't it? It's a uh half nine here just started massage and got a chat to you for half an hour now the highlight of the day mate privilege yeah but um no big old transfer today so we finished on top of mountain grand sasso um and then there was a big thing last night like how are we getting back we're going back in the cars but if we go in the cars you gotta wait for the gruppetto which will be you know half hour behind there's a gondola is it a gondola it's called Cable car. Gondolas what go down the canals in, isn't it? I think they're also, anyway, cable car, we'll call it. Yeah, crack on. Um, With a load of like um, big ones, you get like 50 people in there. We're going to be with all public or we ride down 25k to the bus. So we ended up going with the old cable car and um, Dupluski was so nervous, mate. He's not a fan (laughs) of heights. Like I don't like heights. I was going to say, I bet you didn't like that. It was okay because I kind of felt quite safe on a cable car. I don't know. I don't think they come down very often, do they? No. Not as often as helicopters. Like, (laughs) But yeah, Dabluski didn't like it because it was proper. You know, as you go, the transition between those pylons that hold it up on, you know, on the way down the mountain, it kind of like started swaying and then it kind of like drops a little bit and it's kind of like at an angle. And (laughs) so, yeah, halfway through, he was like, Boys, boys, I really don't like this. Teo starts hugging him. I'm like, mate, that's not going to help. No. Oh, I, oh, I had <laughs> wound him up a treat there. Oh, we were to start with, but then he was actually, you could see the fear in his eyes. Oh, really? So we were just like, just trying to be supportive then, you know, because we kind of need him <laughs> over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, he's, but, um, he's flying. Yeah. But a few of the teams had bloody helicopters. So we had Did to they? wait for this gondola. We had to like push through the public we were just shouting people Ghana coming through and they let us go through then because yeah. they absolutely love him here yeah for obvious reasons um yeah and we still had to wait a good 20 minutes and then we got on this gondola uh cable car down to the bus and there's two hours on the bus then so then which teams took helicopters quick step bora bahrain um i'm guessing uae as well and jumbo Surely, so, but so. I asked Rowan Dennis, as you can imagine, the reply that I got from him, just a pile of 
<laughs> and it evolved <laughs> just the sea wasn't a straightforward answer yeah yeah and you couldn't decipher what the, whether they did or not basically oh. i was like oh okay all right mate <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah a few teams did Times have changed, haven't they? Normally we'd be first in line for a helicopter. We used to be the ballers in the peloton, mate. Yeah, yeah. But I think now we're just the cable car crew. <laughs> I think that's um, it's something that unless you're in a grand tour, you can never really, or you've done one, you can never really appreciate. So, you know, you're, you know, someone watching the race just sees you start the stage and finish the stage, but actually there's just so much more around it. And the transfers is one of them in it where oh, yeah. you can also, you know, if you have a really bad day, you can have an hour or two on the bus in the morning, the stage, and then you can have something like you had there or, you know, four hour drive or traffic, whatever. Um, yeah, it could be a nightmare, can't it? Yeah, because a few of the boys had dope control this morning as well. I was lucky I didn't, but four of the guys did. So they were up like 7.30, you know, and it just messes with your sort of, your routine as well. Like they had to rush breakfast a little bit and, yeah. you know, and then they're on the bus and then it's like 45 minutes to the start, six hour stage, bloody block end wind. So um, what time did you leave the hotel this morning then? It was still all right. It was like 10 to nine. Okay. But nine. So it's 12, 12 hours, 12 hours at the hotel then? Nine to nine? Yeah, pretty much. We yeah yeah so you rode your bike for six and six traveling transfer yeah all that jazz yeah and um normally i think up until this point i've been getting out of bed at like 10 past nine so i felt early getting up at oh. eight o'clock this morning so it's gonna be a shock when you come home from the giro and get back into dad life mate oh mate i know i know no more ten, but, uh, no more ten to niners <laughs> no but I got a book as well, Dupluski. Did I tell you I got a book? No. Yeah, Dupluski's uh, girlfriend, Charlotte, kindly ordered me one as well because he was ordering one. The Maid is called. Oh. It was just some bestseller thing on Amazon. So I was like, yeah, sound. I quite like reading a book in a grand tour. It's nice to totally switch off, you know, and not be on your phone. It is good to zone out, but you just reminded me. I got a story. And Michael Valgren probably... Uh, no, he doesn't really give a shit, but I'm going to tell this story anyway before we have a, a small break. <laughs> so, mate, he had a belter the other day. So me and Valgren are out, and uh, we're, go we're going up Calder Pay. He's doing efforts. I'm just creeping up. So he gets to the top. Standard. Yeah, 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 standard procedure. <laughs> he gets to the top, turns around, and I'm going up the hill, and I see him coming down towards me. And then I see these two amateur cyclists like quite close behind it and uh he's oh no yeah yeah you know where this is going and he starts to break he, he checks his sh shoulder but like really quickly and he starts to break and i'm just like no no <laughs> no and then i i look around and i see it all and this guy just goes hey man bam and just nails no. yeah T proper t-boned him t-boned him mate they both go down i'm just oh, like mate what what have I you know what have I just witnessed here? So I turn around, Michael gets back up, and Valgrim being the absolute you know champ and lovely bloke he is is like so apologetic. He says, oh, I'm so sorry, that was completely my fault. I'm really sorry. And the guy we took down was good as gold, but this guy was maybe sixty, and he was pretty. Oh mate. Yeah, he he had a hip elbow. Um, he said he felt a bit dizzy. He just, 
fucking man. <laughs> oh, think of like, oh. as well, this guy, he's bought all that kit. I bet it's not Mate. cheap kit. Mate. His bike, everything, like scratched his bike, like... Valgra knows him about grand, mate. Well, the plot thickens. So Michael was amazing. He said, like, if, here's my number. Um, you know, I'm a professional cyclist. I fucked up. I'm really got it. But I feel really bad. And I said, oh, well, where are you from? Because you can tell you're American or Canadian. So he said, we're from Canada. Um, we've just come over to ride our bikes here for a week. Oh, God. So he's <laughs> checking his bike over. and yeah, There's a few scuffs and that. Anyway. Um, we leave it there, we head home and Michael felt horrific this poor fella and um, Michael gets home and it was either that evening he got a message off this guy off Instagram saying hi Michael um, I think I've broken my pedals um, so broken what? his pedals right. so, or one pedal or something so my, this guy was staying in Menton so Michael says right I'll come over and meet you I'll meet you at the bike shop, I'll buy you some new pedals Michael took him some bottles, you know, some kit, whatever. Really good of him. Meets him at this bike shop and uh, gets some new pedals. That's all sorted. And the guy says, listen, you've been so good to me. I really appreciate it. And I give you a, a gift. So Michael's like, all right, cool. So give me your address. I'll send you this gift. And Michael says, what is it? He said, no, no, it's going to be a surprise. Anyway, the next day passes and this guy obviously couldn't keep his surprise anymore. And it turns out, this guy is quite a famous author and he wrote a book called, his name is Andrew Hallam and he wrote, he's famous for a book, um, you heard of a book, How to Become a Millionaire? No. You'll see it. What a slumdog millionaire. Yeah, something like that. So it's Andrew Hotham, Nine Rules to Become a Millionaire. Um, and it's quite a respectable book, quite, you know, big time book, big time author. So yeah. this, is, this is the guy who <laughs> wiped out. Was, and I just got this image of like Michael breaking, I turn around and I hear, hey man, boom, oh, fucking nailed, nailed him, mate. Falgren should have replied saying, mate, if you're a millionaire, can I have my money back for those pedals? And secondly, I'm also a millionaire anyway, so you can have your book back. <laughs> yeah <laughs> multi-millionaire but anyway that's that was my eventful day's training so I think we should cut it there be back yeah. in just a second and maybe discuss the Giro be still my strength and strength and right then but three days do you want to start with today or do you want to start we got five six and seven to discuss yeah, maybe we'll start from five, shall we? I had to make a quick note after the stage so I remember what happened because I already can't remember who won that stage. Caden Groves in the wet. Cav was fourth on his ass. That's the one, isn't it? Ah, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, so basically we made a prediction the day before, didn't we? And I said Pedersen because I just assumed modern cycling, the way we race these days, it was going to be full bore, full gas all day, and it was prop the opposite total opposite i don't know how big the break was maybe five guys first attack rolled away we all stayed going as we were and um basically just rode to finish for a bunch sprint which was uh lovely yeah you could say lovely but it was just raining all day and 
it would have been better just to race, to be honest. And then you're actually fully concentrated and you're a bit warmer and you're doing something. But um, it was a funny old day, that, yeah. But the, if we had raced, that start was hard, man. It was harder than the day before. And the day before was all over the shop. So that would have been interesting. But um, yeah, that was a day because Roglic, no, sorry, Remco. I always say, you know, like your mum or your dad calls you by your brother's name and then your cousin's name and then your <laughs> sister's name and then finally gets to you. Yeah. I'm like that with Remco and Roglic, but um, Remco, so a dog ran out in the road. I thought the dog actually um, ran into someone, but I think, I don't know how, but he, the dog caused a crash anyway. Not the dog's fault. The dog's got a lot of abuse actually, I think, but it's the, owner's it's the owner fault. that needs to be, exactly, yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, the dog caused this crash. Remco came down in that. And then, obviously, in the final then as well, like 2K to go, Remco was down again. Um, Roglic crashed, like, on a corner 7K to go before that. Um, didn't even know about that one. Um, my radio wasn't working. But, um, yeah, it was just seemed to be, like, for a day where we didn't really race too hard and nothing really seemed to happen, a lot, a lot happened. And it was, and then like obviously 7, 8K pan straight like yeah well yeah which is even worse sometimes isn't it like we've said before but this Groves though fair play to him because he was involved in that crash with Roglic came back won the sprint yeah mate I mean from a, there was another crash as well you probably won't be aware of this uh, TV Moto crashed on a roundabout uh, I got sent the video after yeah yeah he crashed but there was yeah. he was sending that though wasn't he yeah he came in hot. Yeah, I mean, you can't fault his commitment. Execution, not so good. Um, but the pedestrians as well, yeah. they must have absolutely soiled themselves. Mate, I bet there's some um, soiled themselves. Fucking <laughs> hell. Um, mate, there'd be some hurting bodies after that stage. Like, not there was a lot of crashes, but also a lot of guys within the crashes. That one with Remco, there was probably... 10 guys the one before was another 20 and then the one at the finish yeah. line another 5 6 um, oh, oh yeah Cavs crash yeah gotta talk about that the way he just held he looked he was like a MotoGP rider wasn't he mate he's I, flying off his bike still holding the bars and I've seen a picture of it where he's holding the bars and he's in the um, barrier there off to the side yeah and Cav, oh okay and Cavs just his face is just stone cold you know, you'd be like, oh, you'd be pulling the face like, fuck. Car's just like, yeah. you know, he's just so <laughs> composed. But uh, yeah, then yeah. he just flew across, didn't he? I thought, mate. I thought that's got a recipe for a broken something, but he bounces the well. The saving he? grace, he does bounce well. But with the wet roads as well, like mm. he's just slide a bit more rather than just boom, like on the floor type thing. But it still obviously hurt a lot. And then there's one picture where he's lost the bike and he's just there as if he's holding like invisible bars. <laughs> <laughs> like fair play to him. I asked him the next day, I was like, mate, like how'd you do that? And he's like, oh lad, cause to stop my bike flying into someone else, like how often is there a crash? And then you think you miss it. And then the bike comes into you. I was like, mate, like- That's the last thing on my mind. Fair play, if, if that's down. what you're thinking, yeah. yeah. But, um. Yeah, no, he, he, he crashes well. Mate, maybe I'm a selfish prick, but when I'm going down, I'm just thinking, look after number one here. 
My, and we're going to make this the my softest bike, landing possible. My bike can go where it wants. But fair, fair play to him. Not sure I believe him, but hey-ho. Yeah, so that was an eventful stage five. Just looked... I mean, yeah, the big talking point is the crashes, really, isn't it? There's not a lot else to say. Um, you seem to be riding very... What's the word? Acute, is that a word? Like... Acute's a word, mate, yeah. Yeah, but you're, you're riding... Brilliantly. Oh, I don't want to pump... Majestic. No, neither am I am. I don't want to pump up your tyres too, <laughs> too much. Uh, intelligently. That, oh, thanks, mate. That yeah. stage, you're just like, good position, not taking wind. Yeah. Good, yeah, no, we we see. had a good chat, actually. After the first road stage where we kind of balls up a bit and, um, you know, we have this feedback sessions, yeah. captures, they call them, don't they? And um, everyone was just brutally honest with each other and it was really good and we've kind of stepped up from there and just the boys are just doing a great job keeping me and Teo safe up till now up till this point so now yeah we have been and just with the wet roads like it's rained so much like yeah. every day pretty much apart from maybe one or two with the TT yeah I'd say like the first stage they're probably like you say noticeable by your absence but apart from that like the team's just been fucking incredible. Uphill, downhill, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Just really impressive. Um, right, stage five. That was that. Crashes. Oh, also that Remco crash. Am I right in thinking you had it sideways? Oh, it was close. Yeah. Yeah. I, wa I wasn't too sideways, but because he kind of looked over his left shoulder mm. and he was swinging out. I'm not sure if he... Yeah, he drifted right a bit anyway. And you know what it's like? Guys coming from behind trying to sprint or help a teammate they were kind of coming in yeah. to the group and he was moving out and he clipped one of them and he just held it up I was like ooh, ooh. I was like oh good save but then <laughs> this guy's teammate then was oh. coming past exactly the same yeah. boom wiped him out I was like and then yeah his bike actually started coming towards me but luckily he didn't hold on to his yeah, bike didn't he didn't hold on to his bike mate what a selfish prick what a little bastard <laughs> I always hold on to it when I crash yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, quite a few people came down in that. Like Pavel and Timon got rear-ended, I think, but weren't too bad. Yeah. Swifty managed to just stop just in time. Um, it's just mad, though, innit? It's just like, if you try and tell someone that has never been in a raging peloton like that, you just can't imagine what it's like, can yeah. you? And like Especially the fear the of knowing that you could crash in the next two seconds. Yeah. And but. I think like a lot of sports, or maybe unlike a lot of sports, if it happens, you can be the best bike handler in the world. If it's in front of you and you're in the, it's there, when it's wet, uh, like you're you're absolutely fucked. There's no way out yeah, of it. Especially but, down here, yeah. like if you break, like you break hard, obviously, because you don't want to crash in mm. full speed. But then slippery roads, and that's the, that's why half the others crashed. I think yeah. is because they broke, braked and just slipped but yeah they yeah. yeah you react and you go down anyway yeah stage five mega stage six talk to <laughs> talk to me brother um i'm just looking at my notes technical all day yes napoli napoli started in napoli finished in napoli nice for weather. a start nice weather yeah we were really lucky because the start was just mental mate left right up down um speed humps some speed humps missing you know half on the road you know with those like rubber things where like parts of them are missing or um and yeah just slippery roads anyway if it's wet 
but um so yeah that 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 start was mad and good job we uh we didn't have any rain then but um just driving into napoli though mate it was mental because you know napoli won the league mm. right in football and they got this blue and white Teo said they were bin bags I think but basically from one house on one side of the street stretching over you know from the third fourth floor going down to the first floor mate it was incredible like the whole city is just like blue and white like just fanatical but it was, it was it was class to see and it's yeah. the home of Maradona right or yeah he played for them oh, okay so he was he signed for Napoli didn't he back in the day and he won the league with them and so he's a legend there they haven't won it since like 30 odd years or something so but um, yeah the race was just oh we did a little climb and then the real technical descent coast road Malfi coast like looked great to have a holiday down there but to race your bike absolute stress it's carnage like, it's, like most but, places, um, it's like most places isn't it where you race a bike you go this would be nice for a holiday to be fair yeah um, so we took control actually over the top of the climb because we were like we just want to lead down this descent um, and just be in a good position on the coast road because it was one of them where halfway along this coast road a bit like you know the one in Tenerife when you do Guimar loop yeah and you go a lot so imagine racing along that road it was like that what the the twisty so, the, the twisty road we call yeah. it yeah oh my god yeah 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 so it was like you're going yeah, down, twisty, you kind of do like a horseshoe type thing around the coastline, yeah. then you're going up the other side, and you look to your left, and you can just see people getting spat, like oh. two or three guys every little climb, yeah. like corners, you know, sprinting full gas. Like, luckily, we were in a good position. And um, Sorry, can I yeah. just ask who's who's making the calls? Was that Tosso or you or Swifty? Who's, who's road captain? Who's That was more us. Um, well, Tosso obviously explain to us how crucial it was to be good and then just on the road we were like um let's just go now who's we um, you plus yeah and teo actually teo was like yeah yeah we need to go so we were just like oh let's just go now yeah like a f 3k from the top just to yeah rather than a big sprint with a k and somebody always misses out then don't yeah. they as in teammate so we took the front earlier and then um, Dupluski rode pretty hard, mind. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it was good. And then, um, yeah, it was all plain sailing. Then we had five or six, like, K section towards the finish, like big cobbles, like those paving slabs yeah. and then little cobbles and stuff. So we made sure we were in on the front for that. All was good until... You gave us all Just as we're coming off. Yeah, and my bloody... So my chain came off the front, but what I didn't realise, it was off the cassette at the bottom as well. Ah, okay. Over Probably the 11. 11. Yeah. So I couldn't get it on as I was coming into the corner. So out the corner, I got it on pretty quick and I was like turning the pedals. I was like, what's up with it? Why is this still not? And it took me like a couple of seconds to realise it was off the back and then got that on. Well, you've never been Neutral like, service. You've never been really known for your mechanic skills, have you? So, I don't know. <laughs> no. I've seen the way I you... did change a wheel pretty quick in Denmark last year, but yeah. Mate, I've seen the way you repair I'm a, not going to be a mechanic. Repair a puncture. You like do that, <laughs> the G squat, don't you? Squat. <laughs> but neutral service just drove straight past me, mate. You're not Italian. Mate, I was like, what's going on? Like, 
because then I could have at least given me a push. Yeah. But um, yeah. Anyway, um, luckily Ghana, Swifty and Puccio sat up, and I wasn't too stressed because we were kind of in the cars and we were looking okay until a couple of roundabouts later, and then I saw a group had been spat yes. or just sat up, and then I was like, oh no, because yeah. then obviously there was a bit of a barrage. But the cars don't go past; they stay behind that group, so then there's a bigger gap to the peloton. But as I say, luckily I had big old Ghana and Mate, I was going to say so. When Swifty came back, he almost did the the didn't get on, did he? Yeah, almost the old school where you come back and and miss the train because Ghana's on the car, then you, then maybe someone. No, then maybe Swifty's the third guy back. Yeah, and yeah. mate, he was. He went back and he was chewing his handlebars. Oh, really. mate, he was fully inserted, and I thought he's not going to make this. And uh, <laughs> he, he did, he did. Uh, Otherwise, he'd have had some stick when he come back and just go poof. But yeah, it looked yeah, like Garner yeah. made light work of it anyway. Yeah, I think he had to, he definitely had to work hard for it. But um, but then what I didn't realise, I had a quick look at it on the, the on GCN afterwards and saw. As we caught the group, I was following Swifty and properly flicked Garner, almost took him yes. out. Yeah. <laughs> so at dinner, I was like, oh, mate, sorry, I, I didn't even know I nearly did that. So he puts in all that effort to get me back and then... Then loses three spokes. Yeah, I, I take his front wheel out, yeah. <laughs> uh, Thanks for that. See but he later. showed me... Yeah, he he got a, um, what do you call it, segment on Strava? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for that little effort, yeah, so... He was happy. Something good came of the day anyway. Yeah, and then it was back to the front and, oh, those poor guys. Like, what happened in that finish? Did Were they looking at each other? Because I thought that was it. They they were away. I mean, like, it was... for the win. It was theirs to win. Um, yeah. They had 17 seconds with the K to go and they worked, like, brilliantly together through and off. And then K to go... Um, it was, it, playing, yeah, yeah, it was clear to Marky. And he said in an interview after, he said, Clarky's faster than me, so okay to go. I had to risk it and hope he opened up the sprint early. So we just risked everything. Clarky risked, risked oh. everything. and But okay to go, 17 seconds, you know. It, they, yeah. it, it was theirs to win, but you see where they both come from as well. They've both won big races before. They're both in the position where they go, i got to gamble to win. And if I come... Second or hundredth is the same, so yeah, it's a tough one, you know. The faster guy like Clarky, surely he has to just commit a bit more, yeah, because he's got to, yeah, back himself. He'll put him away in the sprint and just do a bit more over that five hundred meters just to get get it to the sprint at least. Yeah, no? I think Clarky would have easily been the fastest. So, you know, the yeah. fact that he pulled right up to the K to go is is good, but again, that's just. Me being an armchair critic, it's you know, it's so. Uh, oh yeah. In that moment, it's so hard, isn't it? And I think they were both fucked anyway. They both went full gas, both fully committed. Yeah, they, they were both, you know. Yeah, fair play to them. That was some ride because we were at two thirty for a long time and we weren't hanging around. Like we were flying along. Yeah. So, and it was a headwind and stuff. So, yeah, it's a shame they didn't sprint that out because they deserve it's always nice to see the breakaway make it as well isn't it yeah two guys you know yeah. no one really wants to go on the break that day as a sprint I love it when the break mm. stays away but wasn't to be and Mads fine. Roglic crashed again as well did he yeah on uh, the first descent that we took control down he was 
I don't know I was in front of him but Teo said he was dive bombing and I don't know what happened overlapped the wheel stacked it again so yeah well that'll teach him for dive bombing won't it and today today breakaway succeeded for you yes you like a breakaway I fucking love that yeah and, and <laughs> how unexpected was that yeah like again no, no like fighting I said about or no was there no like no, no, no. Like I said about stage, whatever, five, was it? Yeah. When I thought it'd be full bunter. It was the first guys went away. There was a bit of a tax from behind, but then that was it. And um, then we were riding slow and I was thinking, this is old school. This is like the first week of this Giro. We've had some hard days. We've had some slow days. It was 220K and I was thinking, oh, this is going to be such yeah. a long day now as well. It would have been good just to have raced it for a good hour and a half, you know? Yeah get some k's in the bank but yeah yeah that and was... then just the way the wind was and everything it was head block headwind up the final climb it's like what are you gonna do yeah i mean we scheduled this in on friday because we were like right post uh big mountain First stage big day. Oh, be, yeah, yeah see where everyone is and yeah the most interesting thing to come of it is remco <laughs> swifty hit dog. do you see him riding off the road oh yeah I seen a video on Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> oh, I did laugh at that. Like. What he just got? He just went off the road. Yeah. Well, he was. It happened to be just tightening up his shoes, <laughs> and then Jay Vine was in front of him. Yeah. And I think one of his mates was just finishing his turn. And Jay Vine braked and veered right. All of a sudden, <laughs> as Swifty's tightening up his shoe, yeah. <laughs> Swifty goes off the road, just like, bah, in the ditch, but like a bumpy ditch, you know. And you can just see him, just sort of like wobbling away oh crack me up and then uh, he comes back and he's having a big go at Jay Vine he's like yeah I won't say what he said but he was, <laughs> oh man it was funny brilliant and um, yeah but like it was a strange one because six five six K to go we were like you know it was a few teams just keeping everyone in position ends up just having like a chat with like Remco yeah and I was thinking, this is this is random. It's like four K to the top yeah. now, and we're just like chatting, shit. But movie star gave it a bit of a nudge, didn't they? But not. I don't know why. Yeah, but it's like one of them, isn't it? Like you can be doing five hundred watts on the front, and with a headwind, you can be doing like low four hundreds in the wheel. Yeah. So it's kind of like a lot of effort for you're not going to do too no. much. But but then I haven't seen results. But from what the boys have said quite a few guys like it was a big group I would have thought yeah and quite a few guys lost time like it was only like 30 odd on the same time yeah something like that and then we only sprinted for 200 meters so good legs then mate you keep getting surprised how, be, how small these groups are <laughs> take it as a yeah, good thing yeah yeah so yeah a bit of an anti-climax so it would have been nice to have just got a big day in you know yeah. seen Ah, oh, it'll come, mate. Was, it'll but... come. You'd be getting oh. in a week's time. You'd be going, oh fuck me! I wish we had an easy day. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining about a a, a, a steady away day, but yeah, that was so, that. So what's the what's the next couple of days like? TT Sunday, right? So yeah, 35k TT, I think, and flat. Uh, pan flat. Quite a few corners, I think, but pan C flat. Can I predict the winner? Yeah. Hang on. No. Remco, yeah. Remco. Huh. I want to back. <laughs> yeah. ah, my heart says Garner, though. 
he's I think he's a little bit tired though because <laughs> Marco said he went back because he went he sat up took it easy and went in the gruppetto at the end <laughs> and in the car on the way back he slept most of the way but before he slept he apparently now I, I don't believe this but he ate six wraps and Marco's tuna sandwich <laughs> <laughs> like he's a big boy but six wraps fucking legend and a tuna sandwich <laughs> so he's um, yeah he's fueling up for Sunday he might be tired but he'll be fresh tomorrow he'll be ready to go <laughs> fucking wrap, wrap legs yeah wrap legs wrap legs a whole five leg garner he needs a few wraps doesn't he five leg wrap leg no five <laughs> Five. At least a wrap per leg. Yeah, yeah. And a tuna sandwich just for the crack. Yeah. Uh, and what's, but, um, what's tomorrow like? Yeah. Tomorrow's pretty hard. The the, the finish, we do like um, a steep climb, drop down, 5K to the finish. Then we do a little lap where we do like a, another steep climb plus the the one we'd just done and down into the finish, 5K to the finish. So Breakaway. It should be a breakaway day, but I think it'll still be a GC day because yeah. that climb is solid and like a steep is over ten percent for a k or so, k and a half, and wow. then five k down to the finish. So even if the breakaway is gone, I think we'll still race. How hard's the climb? Behind. How how long? How steep? The final climb. I think it's like it's short. I think it's less than two k, but. Um, around the K like over 10% I've got a name in my head who Mike Matthews you think you yeah if he goes in the break yeah I mean yeah yeah it's a a hard one to call because whoever you say he's got to A get in the break and then B have the capabilities to win and I'm thinking he won on um, Mond Mond so yeah got the capabilities and they go for the break Sunday's a nothing day Mike Matthews yeah I think tomorrow definitely it's got to be four gas from the start yeah because DSM got the jersey they want to keep the jersey but at the same time they don't really defend too many jerseys of this sort of race and I think you've got to have a good organisation plus you've got to have good legs Um, it's going to be absolutely absolute chaos I reckon especially because if we're following Jumbo Jumbo following Quick Step you know yeah. I reckon it could be a big break all the big teams uh, DSM will have oh, they're going to have a big day controlling it who are we who are we dabble with there then Pavel Timon yeah obviously we need to have a meeting but I think yeah Pavel Timon Dupluski maybe even yeah. like uh, Swifty and Puccio just having a look yeah, but, everyone then because you want to be represented really because you don't want to yeah yeah like if, if we do miss a 20 man move you know we're not really going to have to chase because DSM probably should anyway but yeah if you got someone there at least yeah you know. but also them guys you name from our team any one of them can actually win the stage as well yeah so yeah yeah, yeah. go on then give me a name I got Matthews yeah, blindsided me a bit, yeah, because I haven't really thought about it, but... Um, All right, I'll tell you what. We'll pause for just a minute. You can have a little think, and we'll be back very soon. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll go for a Bora guy, I reckon Conrad or something like that. Alright. Conrad. Yeah. Hmm. Very I think. Yeah, that's a shout. It's out there. Yeah. Bit random, but he's going well. And yeah, as you say, it's just who gets in the break. And if it stays away really, but yeah. It'll be a good one to watch, I reckon. I think it's gonna be full gas all day because most guys, if you're not a GC guy, TT don't really care about that that's a rest day then you've got a rest day so all in tomorrow most guys is Bob, I wonder if is Bob Jungle still in GC I don't think so mate he's been riding a lot oh he'd be another one of my picks but no I'm going to stick with Bling and then TT yeah my head and heart say different things but I'm going to go with my heart I'm, I'm going to go Peepo if that's alright fine mate what are you going to go head <laughs> head and say Say Remco. I'll go. I'll go Remco then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he's a little bullet, isn't he, on that thing? Yeah. He's a little bullet, but Garner's a big bullet, and now I know he's had six wraps and a tuna sandwich. He's fucking ready to go. Flying. He's ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. All right then, but well, it's like, what's the time now? It's ten past ten. Ten past ten, and you, 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 you're racing in, what? 14 hours? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> All right, mate. Go uh, yeah. go have some pasta and chill out, and uh, I'll see you in a bit then. See you. Speak to you later, man. Ciao. A domani. Ciao, ciao. ciao. A domani. A domani. Ciao, ciao.